Hey, Hoff. Why didn't you start the movie? <laughs> Welcome to Obscure Chatter. Stop yawning. <laughs> I, was, I was making like a... <sighs> I don't know what I was doing. Well, I love the way this is starting already. Welcome to Obscure Chatter. If this is your first time listening, I'm Terry Doty. And why are you here? But aside from that... <laughs> But you're talking to me. <laughs> Why are any of us here? Um, <laughs> if this is your first time listening, me and my guest are watching a movie. And you don't know the name of the movie. You don't know the character in the movie. And you don't know any of the actors. You should be focusing on this conversation. What it is, is this is one of my guest's top five movies that she would play if she was trying to show someone a little insight into herself. And this one surprised me. So please welcome Tia Ballard. Hello, everyone. Glad to be here. Oh, my gosh. We were talking so much before this that it's like, maybe we should start So we could, as you just so lovingly put, it's like, we should stop talking for five seconds so we could start talking. Like, that's... Basically, what it is. I should have asked this before uh-huh. to turn down headphones just a little bit. <laughs> Which knob do I turn? The one where your headphones plugged in. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Guys, I hope you didn't hear me. Is that you? Is... That that is you, right? Yeah. Talking. I think. La 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 la. Oh, no, that's you. Ah! Oh gosh. <laughs> this is it's going... too late, Tia. I, I might have turned Tia. it up at this point. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Let's Hold do on. It. Which one are you plugged in? I gotta see this. Hold on. Excuse me. Hold on. This is me. This is her. Talk. Hello, hello. Ooh. Is that good? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> All right. I can't tell the difference. I know. We could just take the headphones off. Oh, that is true. We could. I'd do like your voice right in my ears. That is. <laughs> Like, right in It has been a minute since we've done... I Actually, I think we've only ever done one commentary together. And that was Ride Back. Oh, my gosh. Ride Back in a much tighter space. It was me, you, and Christy. At the time, Bingham, but now she's Kang. Oh. Uh, that was a while ago. I posted a clip because I got in my feelings about finally actually getting to hang out with my friend. Because I only ever see you when we're like... It's like me, uh, me and you, me and Monica, basically all my friends that are also actors. It's like, oh, hey, 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 bye. Right. And I missed you so much. I missed you too. I still miss you. You're too far away. She's within (laughs) our... She's right here. I'm right here. (laughs) I come closer if you want. Oh, well. (laughs) I shifted an inch. We decided to go with rolly chairs because they're a little more comfortable. Um, But let's see. What was I saying? Something profound. Mm. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I know. I was talking about Rideback because I got in my feelings because I was thinking we had met and we'd worked together a little bit, but I didn't really like, I don't know if we really became friends until we did Rideback. Like, I took you, well, I didn't take you, but I made you go to your first drag show during Rideback. Oh, yeah, that was for my birthday. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because you had a lot of your friends that were very much like, where have you taken us? A lot us? of my small town <laughs> Texas friends at the drag show. It was See, a lot but of fun. Isn't that so funny? Because you're from the same small town as a very famous drag queen. Like. I know. <laughs> and so it's just like a, huh. That's bring... why she left. <laughs> she went, bye. <laughs> I mean, but 
Yeah, like, uh, so I, I posted a clip. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot how much I love Rideback. Um, just a great anime. Sub or dub. Isn't that a funny thing? I always have to say sub or dub because someone seems to think out there. It's like, a, I'm not watching the dub. I'm like, don't. Just please watch it legally, which even then pisses people off. So half a second when you were mocking the person, <laughs> you sounded like Bobcat. I don't watch the dub. Bobcat coffee! See, and that also reminds me of another previous thing because I there was that like year where I made everyone I know watch old Tales from the Crypt episodes with me. Oh yes! And when it was just me and you, I like put on like the Tom Hanks one that he directed and he was in. I put in like the dummy one with Don Rickles and Bobcat Goldthwait. And I think, and then I made Felicia bring relatives over. Yeah, nephew. But, uh, yeah, no, it's been a uh, ride back. It's been about a decade. That was like 2013, 12. Earlier. Because I was still, I mean, a full-time director. Still freelance. I never officially worked for funny outside of a voice acting capacity. That frees you up for other things. It really does. Like it's writing like, a book. Ooh, oh, speaking. No. <laughs> Thanks. But so, okay, aside, like, talking about directing, I was thinking about just in general how you have been doing a lot of directing. When did that start? I don't remember. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. 2015-ish? The first show I directed on my own, I actually wrote as well. What? I don't I don't oh think I remembered gosh. that you were writing. Yeah, it was oh. not a lot. After that <laughs> I quit. It's a lot of pressure. Oh my gosh. And then since it was coming out weekly and I was directing it, it was I always say I miss my meeting my soulmate cuz I was writing that <laughs> show cuz in the morning all day long I would write and then I would go direct 6 to 10 at night. Well, there's no break from it. And also like whenever you do stuff like that cuz I I did that with Corpse Princess. I'm like I love this show, but by the end of it you kind of don't necessarily hate it, but there just isn't the same amount of love for it because it's consumed everything. Yeah. You're dreaming about it. Yeah. Your, <laughs> or being like, oh, can't forget that pickup. And you're like, I haven't slept yet. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. There is a show, Nonbaka, that Aaron directed. And I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And I, I wrote a few episodes of that because I loved it so much. <laughs> get it? All right, if if we don't, we gotta, just, we gotta I gotta explain from... this. Hang on a second. Sorry, this is your show. We got a <laughs> we got a note from our uh, our our. I was gonna say our producer. I'm the producer. Our other producer on screen that said Tio was running away from me and needed to get closer to the microphone. I'm shy. <laughs> I'm so shy <laughs> and different. I'm not like other girls. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh my gosh. I think you paused the movie. <gasps> Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Can you imagine like three hours? Like, I don't this remember so long. this flick being so long. <laughs> oh, I usually say the name of the movie, so Steven has at least one beep. Which is the longest beep ever. 
can't say it even quicker. Like, it's... <laughs> He's like, oh, I got to mark it now. He's shaking, like, stop it. <laughs> but anyways, we were talking about non-Baga. Oh, no, I was just saying, it was... Very rarely do I fall passionately in love with a show, and that was one that I picked up to write a little bit of because I loved it so much. But after that, never again. No. Because I don't... Writing for anime is not easy unless you have a passion for it or are very good at it or really need the money. Because (laughs) those those three, it's like the the goodness pyramid. What was it? You can only have two of them. You can't have all three. (laughs) It's tough. It's Uh, tough work. Yeah. Well, and especially, I mean, not to get too late. Some people obviously have a a problem with anything being changed. I'm like, but for the sake of conversation in an anime, even or even in any kind of dub, there have been dubs that I've watched of live actions where I'm like, why did they change it to that? Mm Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, because in that area they don't have this, and da 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 da, da and it doesn't make sense to the audience that it's being dubbed. But yeah, yeah, uh, obviously there, uh, and you know, making that joke because I I was trying to be like a full time ADR writer at one point, and the person who's no longer there that interviewed me um, was like, okay, so like your test script, you were a little too close to translation, and I'm like, I'm not used to that being a problem, right? I'm like, it just felt a little stilted. I'm like, okay, I can get that. Yeah, all right. And this is before I started writing my book and getting even more very personal notes back. And I'm like, this, I didn't get this. I'm like, but this is me. They're like, and it can still be you, but it could be more clear. I'm like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, like, uh, said something, you know, like, uh, you know, you wouldn't change something like saying oh, there's sushi on the screen, and suddenly you're dubbing it and saying there are burgers. I'm like, yes, but I've seen that done, like, recently. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Like, it's not like the Pokemon that, this is a jelly donut. Mm -hmm. Like, it's super not a jelly donut. Uh, But, uh, (laughs) yeah, like, the people that do it and do it well that have lives. Oh, my gosh. That's one of the things on the triangle you have to trade. Do you want a life? Like, are you currently single? Are you in a stable relationship? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's a lot for, pardon me, I'm all, um, not necessarily minimal gratitude. It's just, there's no time to focus on what you just finished. It's about next, next, next. Right. It's hard. And it feels, when you're done, at least to me, this is my experience, whenever I was finished with a script, it would be emerging from the cave to see the sun after so long, and then just going right back to the cave and just deciding, like, I I volunteered for this. I volunteered. Like, yeah, you're getting paid, though. Like, I know, but you remember when I I had, like, sun exposure? (laughs) Like, vitamin D costs a lot, you guys. Uh, I take it every day. <laughs> I always make the the note that I am this pale on purpose. Uh, it's a choice. Yeah, which some people are like, you're Hispanic? I'm like, there are plenty of Hispanic people that are pale. Expand your worldview. <laughs> and I'm just one of them. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Can I just say, um, there's one thing about doing 
solo shows that I love, which is I'm just hearing myself. But what I hate is that I'm just hearing myself. Mm. Um, and also, I can take a drink of water without feeling guilty for having there being <laughs> a lull. <laughs> like, someone else talk. This is me being distracting while Terry doesn't take a drink of water. Toots up. And I did. <laughs> now, yeah, uh talking about anime. We did get a lot of anime questions. I want to thank everybody that uh, sent in questions. T and I are just talking. We're so much more than anime. But You were also friends, we too. Hmm? We're also friends outside of anime. I mean... Anime brought us together. But <laughs> we kept us close. Anime started steering the ship, but it, it left... <laughs> it left out a little bit there. If anything, I'd say anime's in the way sometimes, even when... <laughs> You and I, like, like because now I, I don't, uh, I direct here and there, like, especially like if a friend's like, I need someone else to direct this to get this fucking done. Um, I love that I, like, lowered it like anyone listening to this show doesn't know that I cuss. Um, <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> um, but you've directed, you've been directing me, which is a wild thing, but... We're so distracting to each other. We really are. <laughs> like, where the engineer is always very patient. I'm like, <laughs> you're 45 minutes into a one-hour session. I. We should probably do A-line. I hope you guys know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this character's lines are all off. Oh, we'll get this in the last five minutes. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun, though. Oh, I don't know. It's really good. And it's fun that... You know, tables have turned, but then they also turn. It's like a big cycle. It is, but uh, like, what was it? Oh, I was geeking out because I, I like following you on Twitter. You've got wholesome content. Oh, I think. Like, even when someone tries to turn it negative, which I've seen on anybody's page, where it's like, a, hey, I just thought I'd say chips are nice, and there's at least one comment that's like, oh, so we're just going to forget fries exist? Right. Stupid bitch. You're like, wow, that, that was a lot for <laughs> chips are nice. Um, but. If they knew, okay, <laughs> if people truly knew how easy it is to get me angry, because it's something I struggle with. Like, you know what I like about you, Tia? You're so positive, and you're they like, would, uh-huh. They would appreciate that I make a choice to be kind, and it is a choice. It is. It's not, well, I'd say, like, even the... Like, I've talked about, like, toxic positivity as well as toxic negativity. Like, the people that make a career out of hating everything. I, I've definitely leaned that way, but um, medication uh, and access to a therapist has definitely helped improve that. Also, getting out of toxic relationships and around to- uh, staying away from toxic people goes a long way. Right. Um, and vitamin D. Uh, <laughs> which is not a euphemism. I, I mean vitamin D. Um, who would call that vitamin D? Tangent. Sorry, I'm used to recording alone. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. But no, like it's so easy to just be like, well, no, I can't be upset because I, I think getting into your feelings and admitting that stuff is there is just as important as not saying like, hey, fuck you, buddy. Like. Yeah. But sometimes it is nice to say that. But it's so easy, yeah, to just go off on the handle and just be like, here are my feelings and I'm throwing them in your face. I'm like, And also it's the Twitter isn't my journal. No. Like. <laughs> I probably like say more than I should, but even yeah. then it's still filtered. I mean, you, you don't want to know when someone's having 
I don't know. I like being real. Like, it was an off day or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if I can't tell you every time I'm having an off day, because why are you here? And if I'm not... You don't want to snap a pic of you <laughs> mid-cry. <Right>. I'm, <laughs> I'm here to entertain you. If any time I don't, you may go. And nothing is lost on either side. There's nothing... Tr- it's fine. We're fine. Yeah. I think um, what I did recently, because uh, obviously... Without getting going into detail, because there's no point. Um, a couple years ago, I blocked a bunch of people for reasons. Um, like it, and the last time I checked, I was at seventy four thousand blocks. Wow! I have less than six thousand followers, and I'm like, hey, those people—they just know what it's about. Hey, right, rock on. Right, but. I was like scrolling through stuff, and what it was is there was a there were a couple of like giant toxic people, and I was in a weird headspace and went, anyone that follows them is toxic too, so I ran a block a chain block, and then I saw that I had like sixty three thousand recently because I look it was seventy four thousand then turned to sixty three thousand. I'm like, oh, Twitter just did an update where they got rid of a bunch of bots. Oh yeah, and re- I'm like. That got rid of 11,000 people. That's amazing. But what I did, I ran uh, my own script to unblock everybody. Oh, wow. I'm like, fresh start. Just like in the last couple weeks, fresh start. I unblocked absolutely everyone and then reblocked like people that are very much like, so women, what's their problem? I'm like, all right, (laughs) fuck you. Bye, 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 bye. And that's only a little over 2,000 people. And I feel better, and I'm, but I'm giving people chances. And so far, only a couple of people have reminded me why they should have just stayed blocked. Oh, man. I um, I really like that. It took me a lot to – I had to block – I blocked, like, two people only. And <laughs> it took a lot for me to get there, but it was very empowering. A little sad, but empowering. Right. Um, I admire – not that I can't put up the boundaries, but I like that it's a hard boundary. You're like, no. Right. That's it. I think that's really cool. It it's hard because also like you it's really easy to get in your head too, especially if you're trying to kind of talk it through with friends that aren't in the industry, not necessarily but but they have social media. It's like, "Well, I do this." I'm like, "Yes, but the reason they initially followed me was because of this. This is why it's turning a little negative." Like for a while there, what was it? Uh I like talking about work, but my social media, I got really weird about only talking about work. I don't want work to be, like, it. That's really funny because I feel like I never talk about work at all to a fault. (laughs) Well, no, see, but that's, like, I'm like, oh, cast announcement, this. Or if it's a show I really love, like, wave, listen to me. I'm like, well, somebody's got to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) It might as well be me. Um, but, um, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> this is what happens whenever you, like, release, like, 80 million shows. <laughs> like, what shows do we pick? Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but, or am I? Um, but it's really hard to just kind of be like, maybe I should just block this person. Mm-hmm. But then, like, uh, yeah, like, I, I've talked about it before, um, like there was an incident where it was only on social media and I'm like, all right, I just can, uh, like, I'm just going to ignore this person, you know, mute them and they can keep blah, blah, blah. I'll occasionally search my username and see if they've said anything. Da, 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 da. Yeah. 
And then it became like them messaging other people like, she's not responding to me. Oh, like, man. get her to talk to me. I'm like, I, uh, as a teenager, I was stopped for a couple of years. Yeah. So, like, it just brought that old trauma back and everything. So I went, fine, block. And that got videos started of, like, a, she's mean, oh, she's a bully. No. And you don't know who's looking at those no. videos. And it's like, uh, you know, and if you're they're being tagged or, like, friends are being tagged. In one case, uh, like... A studio was tagged. It's like, she's doing this. And then I kind of went, I don't, you know, I'm like, I, I thought I was doing it the right way. But it, it got to the point where I'm like, maybe I'm being too sensitive about it. Yeah. Um. But then I was doing a convention and it's like, Terry's going to be there and I'm going to teach her a lesson. I'm oh, like, man. <laughs> I had to message the head of the con or the head of guest relations, and it's like, I think they already got a ticket. What do you want us to do? I'm like, I know this is shitty, but can you just, like, refund him and, like, make sure he doesn't go to the convention? Like, well, we can't do that. I'm like, yeah, I figured. But I don't understand that. (laughs) Right? I'm not talking (laughs) in this convention. I don't know who they are, but I'm just saying, like, this person has openly threatened a guest. Yeah. That's kind of dangerous. But money, because they I'm sure they buy a bunch of stuff. Here's your $50 bag. <laughs> Don't let them in. <laughs> right. I'm like, I will pay that. I'm, I didn't get paid that much for the convention. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I had to have security. And then it was like, like I, I got cut, I got my in my head about that because I'm like okay like they've got like security for like Matt Mercer and like other friends that have been doing this like at least three times longer than I have and then they're like who are you and I'm like I'm Terry <laughs> like and I'm in danger <laughs> I'm in danger girl <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah it's like you know and the security guard who you actually met like, yeah. He was so cool. He was terrifying. But then he, I'm like, uh, he's like uh, he's chill. military life. So he yeah. reminded me a lot of my dad. And he ended up having dinner with all of us, like all these girls. It was like, me, you, Jade, Alexis. Oh, yeah. Is that the con that they gave? Okay. I know what you're talking about. That was a fun time. That was a fun time because it's like a, is he like their pimp or something? Or is like, he's like, he's our sugar daddy. I don't, <laughs> uh, my God. But like, he just, he was so much fun. But there was a point finally where the guy was walking toward me in the autograph line. And I'd gotten to know enough that he's like, you just lost all the color in your face. Oh no. What do you want to do? And I'm like, I, uh. Uh, I can't, I can't do this. I broke down. I'm like, I can't do this. And he's, and then it was like, like, got him. And then like, just like talked in a little walkie. And the dude was like, she doesn't want to talk to you. She doesn't want to engage with you. You need to respect that. And he didn't leave and he had to get escorted away. And oh my God. But it's like, okay. So all that, like coming back to it, I'm like, I... I still feel bad because he went around everybody's table and talked about how horrible I was. I'm like, I can't control what he says. I can't control how I react to it. Um, so I'm like, I did what I, you know, I had to do. Alexis walked me back to my room uh, to take, uh, to just kind of be like, are you okay? I'm like, I, I'm just, I'm a voice actor. Yeah. I remember that, Con. I remember you being shaken. I, I was weird for the rest of that 
convention and probably a couple of months after that because yeah. uh, I, I don't know, with what we do, I love engaging with people and I love seeing how what we do brings people joy. Like, mm-hmm. I've had the exact opposite of that where, like, you know, I've seen a girl, like, break down in tears and just be like, no, like, Virgo and fairy tale and her mom comes back. It's like, she completely freaked out and left. Um can she get a photo with you? I'm like, oh my goodness. And like, I'm like getting tissue, like wiping her tears. I'm like, sweetie, I'm not that big a deal. I promise. And just like, ah, like I remember those and those mean more, but sometimes it is hard for not that one person to ruin the party for everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like when you block people, like that's what I think about now. It's like, will there be repercussions? For blocking somebody. If at the end of the day it's just like, oh, she's just sensitive. I'm like, mental health. Nope. Don't, can't do it. Absolutely. I'm sorry that that might spoil the show that I'm in for you. But not enough to, you know, let this be in my life. I've, I don't know, I've really sleep recently started really reflecting on the things that affect us when we're younger. And then things that affect us in our career and the people and just kind of living the truth of you can't let your emotional core be based around somebody else's weakness. Mm. So their interpretation of you is just a reflection of them, their weakness, who they are. Mm -hmm. And I'll find my, I had found myself like who I am is reflected by what they think of me. And it's not, it's so not true, but that's kind of what I was trained to do when I was younger, which is like, you know. It's optics. It's all optics. It's like you just stay really, really still and you stay really, really quiet and everything's okay. But don't let them know that they upset you because then you'll look blah, blah, blah. Yeah, then you're proving someone right. Um, (sighs) And you just can't. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I guess I turned 35, (laughs) which is like, huh. Saturn's return. Every 27 years. That must you know. be it. I'm thriving, not surviving. <laughs> but no, it's it's a hard thing to do. Like, for me, it's, like, very much what my big thing. It was finding, yeah, like, Stephen and as well as other friends, you're, you included, um, where it's you're not liking a persona that people expect from me. Yeah. A lot of people expect me to be hardcore acerbic and very, I guess... Rude and sarcastic, which I can be those things, but I'm actually, it's the that cinnamon roll thing, or I'm like I'm like a coconut, like yeah. I've got like a really yummy center. There's other things that could have done better than coconut, um, but <laughs> but here we are. Uh, like a coconut's a stubborn, <laughs> a stubborn, stubborn thing, but maybe that's apt. I don't know, but um. Like, I remember when you and I, uh, getting back to it, like, or, like, circling back to that thing, like, when you and I, like, really started hanging out, there were a couple of people that was like, oh, that is not a friendship I would have seen coming. Like, the fuck does that mean? Yeah. But it's because you're letting people's perception of you dictate, like, a, oh, that must be who I am, if that's what how you see right. me. Right. And, in, and I will say, in those people's defense, whoever they are, mm-hmm. when I started at Funimation... Because that's when I met all of you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we all run in the same circles, kind of. Um, I mean, just actors in general. No in one area. was gonna see a crack in the porcelain. Mm. No one was gonna see the real me because if you see the real me and you don't like me, well, that's just too that's yeah. too close. Um, 
And so it took a lot of, they were, you know, it's their own whatever for yeah. assuming. But I didn't help the situation either. So Probably it's, the same. Probably. You know, um, but, you know, you know me. <laughs> I'm, I am super sweet, but I'm also a big weirdo. And <laughs> I got a little bit of a temper sometimes, and it's just human. Your I mean, weirdo, I immediately honed in on your weirdo. I, I love we your weirdo. We each other out. <laughs> Weird people are the best. They are. They are. Weirdos or the, what was it, the Keep Austin Weird. I'm like, I need like a Keep Austin Weird sign, but like just about like being weird. Like just <laughs> continue to be weird. Because everybody's thing, tie like whatever your weirdness is, it ties back to something. What is normal? What What is that? Like what in general, like, a, oh, I'm just a normal guy. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, you... What is that? Does that mean you've had no trauma? <laughs> What's that like? How have you been coping if you don't like ventriloquism? <laughs> See, but I love, I love that. Or like anytime you and I have gone antiquing or whatever, it's like, a, oh, this is really cute. It's got kind of a creepy edge to it. And then just kind of looking at each other like, who's going to get it? <laughs> you or me? I'm on bodies. Because I'm thinking me. Give me that. Um, <laughs> or uh, doing like tea rooms at like places and just talking about like writing weird fiction it's mm-hmm. fantastic uh but yeah it is it, it, it's a uh, it's taken a it takes a long time i think to truly know yourself and even then it's like well what i think is like you know my book is just going to be like a sentence at the end of my life and i'm treating it like it's like my entire life story right now but it's because mm. it's happening in the now. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's easy it's easy to get caught up in it, but I mean when you're in your when you're in your emotions, I I don't know. It it's really easy to start letting people's perceptions of you figure into who you are. But therapy again is a wonderful thing. Yeah. And friends that uh, come from a good place. But therapy I do like because it's just someone without a a stance in your life. Right. Absolutely. I'd I'd come run into that with dating a lot would be being put, having this expectation of who I am as a person put on me. Like, oh, I thought. Mm. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know, just something basic like, you know, I'll do my hair or dresses or whatever. But also, I want to wear my sloppies and <laughs> this is a three day shirt what's up and then kind of feeling like i'm in a minefield of that not being okay and it's like oh right. you don't you don't want to know me at all you want to know like you want the trophy princess version that's not real no it's not real in anyone and it's not sustainable no or i mean i've, I've definitely i think um i've dated someone that's so similar to me that it's like wow we are fighting a lot i'm like that's what happens when you fucking date yourself and it's just like I'm so shocked that didn't work out but then dating someone that I you know um I thought was a perpetually nice guy but seeing that as a weakness it's like I'm like well that says everything about me and nothing about him oh my gosh and like becoming friends afterward and him just being like yeah we each got some soul searching to do damn like yeah, you said it, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was me on the plane, right? I was on my way to California last week, and I was like, 
I was watching a random show, but it like it opened a thing for me, and that's so funny. Like, You're like, oh, why this? Yeah. Sneaky. And the, the stewardess was asking for drinks, and my instinct is to be like, why do I always link love and fear? Why are those like they're always together, right? <laughs> it's oh no. Or, uh, I forget, Stephen and I were talking about something, and I, I said this, like, I forget what it was, but it was, like, in the last week where I went, oh, my God, yeah, because this happened. Like, that's why I did it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. But also, yay for me. Healing. Self-discovery. Like, writing that down. Bring that up at next session. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, I feel, oh, we were talking about sports. Uh, yeah, we were talking about sports, and I'm like, well, my mom really wanted me to pay, play basketball. And Steven's like, you hate basketball. I'm like, I do. It probably has something to do with the fact that I got into basketball because my mother said I was tall. And I, and I went, but then she stopped coming to my games because she got a new job. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just that's why just I hate that. Basketball. <laughs> oh no, it's all unraveling. And Steven's like, "Do you like basketball?" I'm like, "I might. I'm gonna get basketball another shot on my goal." I was talking to Eric Vale not too long ago, and we were talking about therapy, and I was talking about like, like way back in the day, my first therapist, and just me, like, is it weird that I used to? Tell him I was getting better so he wouldn't feel bad about doing a bad job. Like, so he would feel like he was really good. And Eric's like, what? Like, let's start there. And then Eric pulls out his pad and he's like, your hour Keep starts, going. Your hour starts right. now. Like, am I tightly wound? Like, are you ever not tightly wound? Or the biggest, like, <gasps> Uh, for me, like, and I posted about it because I thought people would enjoy it, but there was just a moment because uh, I'm I'm estranged from most of my family. But I was just like, well, you know, we've had these arguments before and we always end up working it out. But it's just I set this boundary like you told me to. And I don't know, maybe maybe it's not a boundary. Maybe I'm just holding a grudge. Mm. And uh, the <laughs> then therapist like, are you holding a grudge or is someone just not respecting that boundary? And you're so accustomed to it. Spinning it back on yourself. That you are basically geared for gaslighting. And I'm like. Ow. Yeah. I And I actually went, holy fuck, dude. And he went, I have my moments. Like that. And was just. What? I. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> and he's like, do you want to end? I'm like, can we end right now? I know. <laughs> You can keep the whole hour, obviously, but, like, I don't know what to do with that. So, I actually, like, we just sat there. I'm like. Right. Yeah, where, I don't know. Yeah, but people pleasing or, like, a, hey, this is not how I wanted this thing to be. And here are all the reasons that it should be this way. I kind of have a problem with that. And, like, why? Like, I don't know. I, I don't. I lied. Everything's <laughs> Everything's great. <laughs> You're doing a really good job. <laughs> I, I lied. <laughs> I lied. Or the Trixie Mattel, like, uh, I follow Trixie on, on Twitter, and it's like, I am nicer to servers than I am. I am nicer to servers than I am to any member of my family or friends. I'm like, that's me. I'm like, please like me. It's not even like I don't, I'm not afraid of you f spitting in my food. I just, I want you to know that I really appreciate you bringing me everything. <laughs> 
<laughs> also, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Here's a 70% tip. Like, actually, you sit down. I'm going to wait on you now. <laughs> you are a hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you went to L.A. I saw that. I also saw beautiful photos from you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, you can't talk about it. I can, actually. I went to visit Felicia for her birthday. Oh. Yeah. How is she? It was, she, was, she was real good. Everything was great. And she's moved, um, and it was really hard on me. But I will say visiting. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit on Felicia's show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I say really hard on me. It was really hard on her, too. <laughs> I'm not sure if you've thought about your life decisions affecting me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, are we dating? Like, kind you of. You said we were friends. Are you a liar? Because <laughs> um, obviously you you're abandoning a me. But it it was such a. Uh, it's such an intense look. Are you a liar? <laughs> um, the visit was normal. It felt like just hanging out with a friend and not a. This is a big deal, because I'm visiting here, and the next time I see you might be months from now. It was like. Let's just chill, you know, and don't uh, put too much pressure on it. Or like, I've scheduled an itinerary for us, and like, can we just be? Yeah, let's let's just do. And that's what we did, and it was so so much fun. And I had just gotten back from Hannibal, Missouri, where I go every year or try to go every year. And I'm just like, I don't know. It was just a wonderful month of travel for me. Uh, I'm terrified to travel. How was traveling with everything? California was great. (laughs) Missouri, you know. It's Missouri. I love I love Missouri. I mean, I love like country, whatever. But nobody, if you're talking about pandemic style, yeah. nobody gave a crap in Missouri. No. I I want to give Missouri another chance. I've had nothing but bad experiences. Yeah. And one good convention, but like the re- like getting there and everything like was horrible and I've been there one other time and I'm like I need Missouri to be better in my mind than it is right now mm. because I call it misery. <laughs> Like, right now, and it's like, I'm from Missouri. I'm like, you're from Missouri. Oh, my gosh. I have the opposite feeling. <laughs> the Mississippi River, I just, sometimes I just, like, I need to see it with my eyes. I don't know. It represents something to when me. When did you start going? Oh, my gosh. You said every year. I started going, actually, in 2016, maybe? Mm-hmm. 2016, which is not that long ago. But hey, it's enough that it's it's a decent it's a whole thing. Yeah. I go and I compete in the Tom Sawyer Fence Painting Festival like one does. Um, Why not? Of course. They have it over 30 category, you see. And when you win, you get a uh, a plaque. And I really want that. Plaque. Oh, I was like, what's the plaque look like? Have I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know, know I, Terry. I, don't, I know I don't have it. And it really upsets me. What does... How does one, I guess, by painting? So Hannibal is where Mark Twain is from, wrote Huckleberry Finn, which is my favorite book, and Mm -hmm. there's Tom Sawyer and all that. So every year they do, they celebrate, you know, their big author is Mark Twain. So they have like a whole festival. The weekend is full of cool things. And one of them is fence painting, where you dress up like Tom Sawyer. You have to have on your person all of the things that he would have on his person at any given time. Wow. They are dedicated. Oh, yes. And they they have a thing, that, like a fence set up for you. You have you 
How about your paint bucket? You uh, have so you to... have to sign up like well in advance so they have everything. When I showed up, <laughs> <laughs> when I showed up, I, got, I put myself on the list and they were like, oh, you're the only 30 over 30 on the Shouldn't list. I and I was like, good. The... Give me the plaque. Shouldn't um, I just get the plaque? But then there were like 10 other people that showed up. Anyway, <laughs> so so the rules are you um, they give you the paint bucket. You place it. You cannot touch it after you place it. And then you, then you, you run to the fence. You paint it as quick as you can, and you run back. And you're judged on your speed. You're judged on how well you paint the fence and your costume, which includes all of the stuff. Oh my god! I was ready. I collected all these things. You stretched. You I practiced. I like scanned the book for ideas. I had there's like five things maybe I didn't have. I was like, I got this. Last minute, this dang woman comes up with a wagon full of things, and she won. And she did a great job painting the fence. I will say, she killed it. I I got excited, and and I, I just got too excited this <laughs> last, this last time, and I lost. But this next year, I will not. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little training. Train. I'm gonna train to fence paint. Because I want the plaque. And it's a 10-hour drive. Oh, you drive there? Mm-hmm. Well, of course you would have to with all that stuff. That makes more sense than... I did not know... Th- uh, like, I, I'd known that you do it. I didn't know that it, it was so involved. It, it is. But I'm saying that knowing full well... I do zombie hunts. Like, yeah, it's what can like... I, can I really be like, whoa? And I appreciate just... <laughs> let's just do it. Let's just go all in. <laughs> I'll show up, like, you know. So I had, like, one of the things, it was, like, a jar of tadpoles. Oh, my God. Marbles. A rat. A kite. A kite string. Just random things a boy would have. <laughs> um, And so here I am, like, unloading my pockets. This is my rat. This is my kite. <laughs> and so I thought I had her beat. Anyway, I well, see that's why you young up, right? You young up, see if you can pass for like the teenage <laughs> thing, and just become the woman. It's like this voice actress totally swindled these kids out of this pride. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I really like awards. Is the thing? Do you have a lot of awards. I love. Yeah, I love collecting awards. I don't know why. All my UIL trophies and things from high. That was on my acting resume forever. Like, UIL participant. I still have, like, (laughs) what it was is, like, before my mom's, my my mom fell asleep, like, with the fire going. And what she didn't know was that uh, the fireplace had shifted because Texas and just being a house on a slab. And so there was a crack behind and fire traveled throughout the house (gasps) and... Uh, my brother just happened to be asleep on the couch. He's like, ah, ah, like everybody got out. But she was like, oh, thank God that you got all your awards. And I'm like, do you think I have the awards like on my mantle? And she's like, well, why wouldn't you? You worked so hard for them. I'm like, 20 years ago. And then I'm like, but isn't that the whole point? I got in my head about it. I'm like, they are cool. And I know the school spends a lot on those awards, but like, they're just in my closet, except for one, which is my K-Sam. 
I went to Sam Houston High School in Arlington, and I was uh, I was on the morning announcements. Nice <laughs> senior year. Um, not spread, but yeah, it's like my KSAM award, like for being an announcer, and my Friday Night Live award because I hosted a talent show. I love that. Uh, but um, <laughs> and here we are, Tia. Here we are now, <laughs> talented. Twenty years later. Still talking about those awards, but <laughs> I have no idea where my awards are. To be honest, I just like, I just like them. I don't know. I like the thought of standing there dressed it's like Tom Sawyer, physical, being handed. It's a tangible thing that represents something that more than likely isn't tangible. Like a memory isn't tangible. I'm here. But you were this, here. I was yeah. there. That's a yes. I said that, and I'm like, that sounded good. Yeah, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> But people, Felicia especially, is really good about, like, I'm like, I want to do this. Like, do you want to do that or do you want the award that you get if you get uh, that? It's like, maybe I, I don't know if I want to be a doctor. Let me think about it. <laughs> that was, Terry, do you want to be an oceanographer? Yes. Do you or do you just really like orcas? I'm like, it's probably that. <laughs> exactly. Damn it, it's probably that. <laughs> do you want to play a basketball? No. Or do you want to play basketball because you think that's what your mom wants to hear? Like, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, but I still got two basketball trophies because I stopped showing up and they thought I got really sick. Counts. That's not a lie. Three trophy counts. <laughs> that's not a lie. That actually happened in the fifth grade. They're like, my friend in the same homeroom as me is like, are you like really sick and I just can't tell her something? Like, why aren't you showing up to the games? And I'm like, yeah, super sick. <laughs> You see my grandma pick me up? It's like right when she picks me up, I go get tests done. (laughs) For me, it's not even about winning first place. I don't know what it is. I just like. Let's expand on that, too. Let's talk about it. Let's visit a safe space. I will say I got really, really, really upset when that woman beat me. Because did it seem like just by her... Likely doing the same amount of research, blah, 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 just because you weren't expecting her. She was from the town, and I was like, oh, someone got the list. (laughs) And I, when I love something, I love it passionately. So, ergo, if I lose this competition, I obviously don't love Huckleberry Finn enough. I mean, that, it's an easy thing to fall into. Or I was watching, I've been watching... Rewatching a lot of Drag Race because um, I love Drag Race. We've talked about this numerous times. Like, mm-hmm. who are you? Like, people are like, "Oh yeah, what Sex in the City character are you?" And we're all, and me, you, and Felicia are like, "What drag queen are you?" <laughs> right. And when I said I didn't even finish saying Bianca Del Rio before, Felicia's like, "Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> thank you." I agree as well. Um, I don't think Stephen's Pearl though anymore. Um, I think I think he's cooler than Pearl. Uh, Other than Pearl. Sorry. I just finished watching. No, I think I'm on the last episode of RuPaul Vegas Review. I haven't seen that yet. It's Is actually it good? really good. I'm enjoying it. But there's only six episodes. Damn it. Because the pandemic started. <laughs> had to I stop. I know. Like, totally, like, like, random finishing that. But, like, uh, random finishing that. But uh, I was watching, like, All Stars Season 4. And uh, there was a point where, like, they were doing a Sex in the City episode, and Monet just kept talking on and on to Trinity about how she, what she would have done to play Samantha. And Trinity, I, I focused on this in a weird way, but Trinity was like, just because you're a fan of the show doesn't mean you would have done a better job than me. Mm. And Trinity won that week because of her 
Samantha thing, but it was like a, yeah, like just because you're a fan doesn't mean that the level is where Trinity was at. And it's fine. They both won that season. So it worked out. But, uh, yeah, uh, need to watch, need to watch more things and also less. It's just, <laughs> it's hard with the pandemic. Oh, that's what I was getting to. Cause I, I watched the, have you seen the HBO show We're Here with Bob the Drag Queen, Shangela, and Eureka? Mm-mm. It's great because they try they they specifically travel to small towns and do drag. Like their first episode, it's just them showing up in their each stylized little uh, bus. Like Shangela's got like uh, oh no, Shangela's isn't really on theme, but Bob's is like a giant purse because purse first, and Eureka's <laughs> is a giant elephant. But like they. The first thing they do when they show up in a town is, you know, walk around and drag, being like, hey, we're doing a show this weekend. Please come. But the first couple of minutes of the entire show, they show up and they go to like a thrift shop or something and they leave. And two seconds later, a dude comes in. He's like, hey, because you let these freaks in here, I'm never shopping in here again. What? And, like, uh, this is why they're doing this. Yeah. Expand some minds and shit. And, of course, the the store owner's like, all right, bye. Um, <laughs> people are so strange. I don't like, let me just it. make a point of just so you know. I've never shopped here, and now I never will. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Um. But uh, I love this show because what it is is they pick three citizens of the town or the surrounding area, and uh, they put them in drag, and they've got allies as well as people that used to, uh, that have just recently expanded their minds or trying to reach out to daughters that they, you know, uh, just weren't of the mind to really accept in the beginning. And now they're trying to prove that they are and they're sorry, or, you know, in honor of people. There have just, um, there, there was one that I'm just like, oh my God, I, I wasn't prepared for this. It's a show about men that look hotter than me. That's, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but um, the the last episode, I'm like, all right, last episode of season one, let's go. And it's like a because of the pandemic. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I uh, and that's I uh, found that in everything. And I've obviously done it myself and we've done it with our profession where it's a can you believe we were able to do this in spite of this? And it's like, yes. But then sometimes I'm like, I want to be able to escape. Mm-hmm. So I don't need. I don't want to be reminded of that reality. Like I was. Re- I love something that people may or may not know about me. I love romance books. New, like uh, the new adult, which is you know people of like eighteen to twenty three. That's considered new adult romance, mm-hmm. women's fiction, all that historical fiction, especially if it's at the turn of the night, uh, the eighteenth century, early nineteen hundreds, where it's like she's living as a boy. To oh my goodness, blah blah blah. I'm all for that. But anyways, there's like a. I was reading a book by an author that I really enjoy, but it's like a me and da 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 wrote this in the middle of the pandemic, and it's about it's a meet cute about these two people that have to stay in their apartment. I'm like, I don't want to read this, right? Ah, but I get it. So you try to be understanding, but also. Mm. <laughs> Talking about the turn of the century stuff, I'm a I'm a deep lover and a deep lover of beauty. And <laughs> the th- that is like my jam, but mm. I can't emotionally handle it. Just what do you like, mean? what do you mean? 
Her bloomers, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I get so flustered. Um, Felicia and I watched Crimson Peak, and I thought I was going to die. Just like, I can't. See, but that was, <laughs> it was a subtle, like, hmm. But it's just, like, the frills and the lace and everything's so delicate and beautiful, and it's just too beautiful for me. So I get all flustered, and I couldn't watch Pride and Prejudice until just a few years ago because it was just too much. It was just <laughs> too beautiful. Too beautiful. Huh. I can get that. I can get down with that. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know what, like, your, like your body or your mind is about. You're like, mm, this should seem, this should be my jam. I don't know. I don't know. I can't, like, doing this, I can't watch. I probably, my top five I sent you, mm-hmm. I probably haven't watched them in years. Because sitting down or just playing them when I'm washing dishes, it's too mm-hmm. much. I can't, like, I got to be like, it's an experience. And maybe I'm not ready for that all the time. <laughs> I, I can't just casually watch. I never watch movies. Uh, and that, I think, is more more normal than what I do, which is... I'm a latchkey kid that was left alone a lot, and movies were a way not to feel alone. So especially when I'm alone, I need to have a movie on mm. or music on or uh, or sometimes both. I do that, like, I make that joke, like, that John C. Riley and Talladega Nights, and, like, why would you want the TV on but music? And, like, because I like to party. Like, <laughs> like to... <laughs> that's exactly how I see it, too. I'm like, I want all the speakers in the house to be synced up to the TV because I've got this awesome it's totally not a plug I have no sponsors but the Sony system is great or I can just link it all through Bluetooth and be like I'm writing but I know in the living room that Tales from the Crypt is on oh my gosh <laughs> I wish I could do that just hurts my heart too much to watch the things I love I think that's kind of sweet I wish like in a way I'm like I kind of wish that I would <laughs> no I kind of wish I would be that way instead of like um, cause, uh, the way that this all initially started and the concept, uh, originally came to be was because I think I've told you this, but like I was watching a movie. I really love horror. We've talked about mm-hmm. this and it's very evident. Um, like I really like horror movies, especially old school eighties, nineties horror, uh, with practical effects and all that. But, um, an early two thousands film, uh, it's one of my favorite, it's my favorite film, um, but it's also about just what it is to be a woman. It's a commentary on all that, but it's called. <laughs> I love this movie with a passion. My dad got me into it and he got me into a lot of my horror movies. Um, it's <laughs> let's go. Um, <laughs> I love it with a passion and a guy I was seeing, <clears throat> uh, just super, super like shit on it the whole time and I was showing him it because oh, no. because I loved it so much. Oh, no. And so not being fully completely myself in that moment, I uh, like like fully like okay, haven't gone to therapy and I was still dealing with a lot of shit from my dad passing and all that that I took him hating it very personally. No, that makes sense. <laughs> but I'm like but I told you like that my dad got me into this and da 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 and like you you so he knew how intimate it was yeah okay that's yeah. like come on I you know. had every right to be upset 
Thank you. I think. But also, yeah, like, it, I think it was a, a mix of things. It wasn't like a absolute wrong da-da-da-da-da. Because we also are both hecklers. He was the guy that I dated that was very much too much like me. Um, so he thought, <laughs> oh, we're going to sit together and heckle trash this. this. Yeah, like, it's not mystery science theater or anything like that. Uh, like, you and I are definitely talking over a great movie. But, like, I'm not like, oh, <laughs> Like, wear lipstick much or something? Like, yeah. watching the screen. I, that's the insult that I thought of. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, yeah. And so, like, it just became, like, uh, and I've done that over time. Like, when I lived with my friend John and uh, I say my friend Max, but Max had already lived there, too. And I just kind of did it. That became our thing is, like, you know, like, oh, my God, I love this movie. Let's all watch this movie. Like, you like this movie? I have never seen this. It kind of tells me something about you. Like, you kind of, like, yeah. do... Yeah. Uh, and then with Steven, it kind of firmed up more because Steven and I are six and a half years apart, which a lot of people are like, I thought Steven was your age. I'm like, he seems my age. I forget sometimes. But, <laughs> yeah, like, there's a six and a half year difference. Um, And... Uh, I'm like, oh my god, I loved this movie as a kid. And he's like, I've never seen this movie. And then vice versa. Um, and just learning little things. I even did it earlier this week. It's a horrible movie, but I love it. Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Have you ever seen it? No. It, the whole premise is this kid loves film. Uh, like, rewatching it this week, I'm like, oh, I'm catching some stuff about myself. Oh, no. Rewatching this, but it's, he's, you know, he's a single, like, uh, he's a latchkey kid. His mom's never home. And he always goes to this movie theater that's so decrepit, but he knows the projectionist. So he always just watches movies for free. Like, as, like, hobos are also asleep in the theater. Um, but he gets this ticket from Harry Houdini. Um, and, you know, the projectionist is like, yeah, no, I love Tudini, but, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Well, there's this new Jack Slater part four movie that's played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, do you want to see it? And he pretends to hand him the ticket and tears it up and, like, puts it in there. And the kid gets transported into that movie. That's kind of cool. Into the movie world. Um, and it, it's just like, a, oh, my God, this is ridiculous, but I loved this movie. And this movie bombed uh-huh. hard. But Steven's like, I love it. Uh, and I'm like, and it was this thing, like, if you had hated it, I totally would have understood, but I'm like, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, uh, I had a birthday party a few years back where we watched, it was a Mario-themed party, because you know I love Mario, and we watched the Super Mario Brothers movie, yeah, which the- is notoriously not very Mario-esque, but it's a really fun science fiction movie. I, it's a movie that, like, yeah, if you just, like, throw away everything you know about the universe. It's a fun thing. So, but I had to, like, it was a group of, like, 20 people, and I had to stand before them mm-hmm. and say, hey, I know what this is, and I know what it isn't, but this <laughs> means something to me. Please and don't. Please don't be those people. We're going to, I want you present and enjoying this. It sounds like a really lame move to do at a party. But... It sounds like, uh, like. <laughs> like I'm I, not a control I, freak, but <laughs> can I get the spotlight on me? You get the microphone. Thank you for coming out tonight. Uh, I didn't <laughs> Thanks think we were, so much for celebrating me, everyone. I didn't think that the tickets uh, were going to get sold out, but they did. Congratulations, me. Clapping um, <laughs> for me. Oh my god! And uh, afterward, there will be a Q and A. Uh, there is no open bar. Please enjoy. No talking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like. 
I'm not a fan of, if you're my friend, mean teasing. Yes, teasing's fine, but like... You know how people can be. Just like, oh, we're close. I'll do like, it. No, but there are people that both you and I know that I'm like, dude, I can like I can like dish it back, but where's the joke? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's like the world is so the world is so cynical. Why why does that have to exist in our friendship? Don't be cynical. You can right. pl- tease me, but it's not it's welcome energy. Come, it's got to come from a place. It can't be, like, no punching down for the purposes of only punching down. Right, right. Or, yeah. like, oh, you're just, this is low-key resentment. Yeah. I'm feeling. That's not okay. Um, <laughs> but that's kind of how it was at the party. was just like, hey, it would be so easy. But you know what would be a challenge for you to be here with me In and not movie. do that? Um, and we had a blast. I still quote that movie. I, that's where I developed my crush on John Leguizamo. Me too. Ah! And Luigi simultaneously. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> yes. No. Like I, I quote it to this day. Like uh, I was rewatching Ferris Bueller at one point, and I'm like, "Why does that guy look familiar?" And I went, "Evolve, advance." Oh. <laughs> like it's the stupidest thing. Or like if I see something in the street that just kind of is a tumbleweed, I'm like, "Babam!" Like I, dumbest shit. Have you ever kissed a lizard? <laughs> Have you ever seen John Leguizamo in the past? Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's an interesting nightmare. First 30 minutes, awful. After that, great. But <laughs> I quote it my whole life. He had a show that he, like, didn't even last a season. It was like, okay, and Living Color d- is doing well. I think it was still going at the time. Saturday Night Live's been going da-da-da-da-da. We need something with a Latino flair. And I'm like, yeah, bring it, because I'm always like a... Like, yeah, I need more Latin figures in my life. Let's go. And he did a show called uh, like House of Buggin'. It was horrible. Mm. But, uh, like, he just didn't have that magic. But I'm like, he can do some really good serious stuff. Uh, but occasionally when he's just, like, there for a second, like, I love the John Wick films. I'm obsessed with Keanu Reeves. I think that's been a- made abundantly clear to anyone who follows me on Twitter one of which is one of the writers of all the Bill and Ted movies, that I'm like, he hasn't said anything. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm like, ah! <laughs> like, yeah, that's great. Stay away from this woman. Um, click, click, click. But I, uh, like, there's um, a just, he's in, like, two scenes, like Wazamo, but I'm like, but he owned both of those scenes. Mm. Mm. Like, Wazamo. Yeah, he gave me, like, new feelings. <laughs> What is this? My heart. This. It's just like the witch said. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dumbest fucking thing. Yeah, or uh, or like, and of course, there are movies that are just bad that because of what was happening in your life, you've latched onto them in a certain way. Yeah, uh, and the same thing with books too, which is so funny. Stephen reads more nonfiction, but one thing that we've been doing is. Um, he just can't latch on to stuff, like, um, as well with fictional stuff, reading it. But I'm like, I really love oh, this book. Okay. I really, really love this book. So he'll buy the audiobook for it, and I'll wait for him to finish the audiobook, and then we'll talk about it. Yes. Um, but then there are times where I'll just be reading, and Stephen's like, oh, my God, what's wrong? I'm like, this character just died. I need a minute. He's like, uh, I, I don't know how to comfort you. What do I do? I'm like, something is happening in this world, and I just need you to, like, leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay. 
the thing, though. That's the beauty that's too much. That's what I feel endlessly with anything I ever like. It's awful. So even, so, I don't know. Now you've got me thinking way too much about your reasons for going to Hannibal. Hmm. Oh, I love Huckleberry Finn. He's a philosophical vagabond. I see my dad in him, but also myself in him. And, uh, yeah. I don't think you've ever explained it. Yeah. (laughs) And there's, like, ventriloquist dummies. It all ties back to something that's more meaningful for me. Yeah. Jaws, uh... I love that because my dad told me all these stories about when he was in the Navy and, like, seeing, like, all this different marine life being on ships. And I'm like, so I tie that to my love of Jaws or uh, Aliens. Like, all James Cameron movies. Uh, Okay, not all. Like, three. Um, Because I'm like, I've never seen Avatar. I don't plan on seeing Avatar. Uh, I did not care for Titanic, even though I I can quote it pretty easily. Um, But I love Aliens. And I love Abyss. And I love uh, the Terminator movies. Mm. Oh, okay, not all the Terminator movies, specifically T two, uh, because I rem- T two like I remember like oh I lived in a very small town in South Texas like less than five thousand people, and then a smaller town later nearby of less than eighteen hundred people, and it's like hey we're gonna go drive to Corpus to see Terminator two. I'm like whoa that's a big deal. All the way to Corpus. All the way to Corpus. <laughs> we're not not even like the not even Beeville. We're going to Corpus. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. And we're getting dinner afterward. What? Are we royalty? <laughs> What's it like being rich, Terry? <laughs> I'm like, well, when your dad works for a federal bureau of prisons and your mom is a waitress at a truck stop, you start making some money, you know? <laughs> Life's pretty good. Life's pretty good at this trailer park, I gotta say. <laughs> it's the reality. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> just being a kid and not realizing, like, a, oh, like now, or like, wait, that. It's why we live there, or this. I'm like, yeah. I'm glad that nobody was like, we live here because we're poor. Because we're poor! Like, not like how, like, most fiction, like, always paints it. They're like, well, I'm, you know, uh, just just meet me at the record shop that I work at. I'm like, why? Because I don't want you to see where I live, okay? <laughs> That's pretty in pink, specifically. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's something that I've realized as I've grown up is just a kind of a combination of one, oh, that's why we did that. Yes. Because of, oh, we didn't have any money. Oh. Um, I thought it was just like a fun little thing. Yeah. But also the stereotype of country people being close-minded or whatever. Close-minded or uh, always ignorant or not smart. Right. That is, um, you know totally not reflected in my family um actually which is I don't know so what I've seen as I grew up is just like how emotionally intelligent my family is and Mm -hmm. how like all these things that are weird or different or just newly beginning to be accepted Mm -hmm. I was always taught that they were okay yeah so I don't know it's just this combination of like admiration I don't know it's it's been really cool to grow up, because you will grow up being like, um, I want to be my car. I want to be in cartoons. They don't get it, and it's like <laughs> they let me do so much. <laughs> there were definitely, yeah, like we. I've talked about that, or like, um, 
because I, I come from two very wildly different cultures, sometimes, like, when I would be, like, with my father's parents, and, like, why, why do you and your brother do this? Like, I don't know, whenever we're at our other grandma's place, this is how we do it. And they're, like, oh, well, here, here's how we do it. And, like, oh, I'm doing, oh. I'm doing eating wrong. How? Uh... Well, oh, you don't know how to use a knife and fork. Here's how you do it. I'm like, ugh, I just want to pick up this waffle. Yeah. I don't see what the problem is. I still do it to this day. I did it this morning. <laughs> I'm 37. Right. But, um, yeah, I, you just don't think about that stuff until, like, you're casual. Uh, like, Monica and I were talking about this because Monica comes from, like, you know, a Hispanic slash white thing. And I forget what I was saying. And she's like, yes, this. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. I thought it was weird. She's like, no, that's just, no, you're fine. Like, oh. <laughs> Monica, why couldn't you go back in time and tell, like, <laughs> like eight-year-old <laughs> Terry that, oh, my God, you just don't know until, like, you're, uh, and that's the weirdest thing about, like, whenever you grow up or, like, I was talking about, this was actually, like, when Aaron and I weren't really friends, but because he was a teenager, I'm like, I got to watch him. He was so fun to hang out with and everything, but I'm like, I have to remember, like, I'm in my 20s. I can't, like, just, like, start, like, becoming friends with a teenage boy. Mm -hmm. That's weird. And if you don't think it's weird, it is weird. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not at all. But uh, we were, he was talking about, like, some friendship girlfriend thing and he's like I don't know he was very intelligent from a very early age mm -hmm. I, and I think it's just because he's an actor or whatever but he was talking about I don't know for me it seems weird to have a girlfriend in high school and my friends don't get it I'm like well yeah I mean it's it's because like you get in your head like are you dating her because you actually like her or because she's there and he's like yes oh that's exactly right um, <laughs> I'm like, I get it. But if you really like someone, it shouldn't matter. And he was like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to say. You're, you're an adult. You're a grown-up. What do you know? I thought you were cool. <laughs> and then he just left. No, um, <laughs> but the way that I think I ended up putting it, I'm like, well, yeah, no, you guys are just in prison together. When you get out, <laughs> are you going to be like, man, glad we're still friends? No. Never going to see that person again. <laughs> Which is a lie. I hang out with plenty of people from high school. But it is nice to just be like, I don't have to see you if I don't want to. It's mm. <laughs> that's a concept I like. Uh, well, I mean, just with in anything in general, like, that's that's a nice thing about growing up is being like, man, I can't believe we have to go here. We don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to that. Right. Like, there's nothing sexier than canceling plans. <laughs> I could quote me on that. Oh my gosh. This is a good conversation. That was, of course, where I took a break. I'm like, is it though? No. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I had, I, oh, I did have questions uh, for you oh, and me, but uh, I typically haven't taken questions, but it's been a while since I've, you're my first guest in over a year. Aww. I think. And we're both vaccinated. Uh, maybe I should have said that at the top of the show. Um, I know Texas is being a little weird right now. But... We waxed and vaxed. We... <laughs> <laughs> we did that before the show. <laughs> Just, she pulled 
some leg hair off me and vice versa. <laughs> it's the sexiest thing in the entire world. We're married now. <laughs> so the, uh, but yes, because it has been a while and um, I remember... Remember that anime show? That thing I, I did. I do remember that anime show. Four years ago. I'm like, oh my God. I had the idea to possibly listen, because I think you were on two times, mm-hmm. to possibly listen to two I older can't episodes. Do it. Dude, I can't. And I produced it. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, and it's not just because, like, a, like a, oh, well, Tatum's got his own show now, and I've got my own show. Like, we pretend that anime show didn't exist. But <laughs> it's just like a, it, even me and him, when we thought about doing it again, and like, it was, it was a specific time in our lives. Yeah. And it was even like, there, to be real, there are also references that uh, I'm like, that's a 20 year old Terry. I hate her now. Yeah. Um, or like a, she thought she was grown. Or uh, there are some episodes that I've taken down because of content or people. Yeah. Uh, where it's just like, let's leave that in the past. Because I, I had it in my head that I'm like, what if I listen to these old episodes with Tia and then maybe kind of like form some stuff around that. But I'm like, we're so different now. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't even know where I would start. Babies back I think then. We would, I would just be cringing the whole time, being like, "Oh god, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> or, I thought I was being so edgy and different uh, by just hating Twilight a lot." When even I mean, honestly, I mean, if it's on, I'll watch it. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, even <laughs> even Robert Pattinson's like, oh, "Yeah, I regret doing that," but I mean, money is the mm-hmm. thing. Uh, all right, from Ben Phillips. He has no question, just says that he misses us. Aww. Said, yeah, it said, I miss you guys. Wait, you said questions. Uh, so I was wondering, I miss you guys? Question mark. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I think he might have been my last guest in oh. here. That dude brought the best assortment of snacks. But I also decided to wait till <laughs> we were recording to open... All the bags. He is so good and so kind. I I love him very much. There's no hidden agenda with Mm-mm. him. Also, like, what one thing I miss, and I was talking to Steven about this, I miss, I miss hanging out with my dude friends, which it's really hard to do now as someone in a committed relationship. For some reason, guys don't really like to hang out. Like they used to. (laughs) And Stephen went, the reason for that is they were not your friends. They were waiting. Me and my dad have had that argument several (laughs) times. I remember the first time I met your dad. It was at a convention. YuleCon. And Stephen and you were talking. And your dad was like, who is that? I'm like, oh, that's Steven. And he's like, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, he's fine. Like, it's... (laughs) Oh, my God. How do you explain to your dad? How do you explain anyone... Steven. How do you explain that guy? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, that's par for the course for my dad. <laughs> well, no. Like, that would have been my dad, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the last summer I spent with my dad, there was a point where uh, I was I was so nervous about it. was my first time really spending one-on-one time with him because we didn't talk for uh, a while. And I'm really glad that I got this last summer with him before uh, before he passed away. And so I went to the small town where he lived. Uh, and stayed there for the entire summer because I was kind of lost. I was 19. I didn't really know. Like, I had had this idea when I graduated I was going to go to an acting conservatory in New York. And my mother was like, I don't see how 
you're seeing we're paying for that. And please right. consider just going to a local school and have a fallback, please. And I, I got where she was coming from to an extent. But um, so my dad was kind of like, since you're lost and not really sure what to do, what like just kind of get away from it all. He didn't really didn't really like the the North Texas area. He's like, just get away from it all. Hang out with me. I would love to really get to know you, who you are now. Um, but there was a point where he's like, well, who's that guy that you were you were dating, like that I met at your graduation? Who was? Uh, what happened with him? I'm like, ah, I just. He really wanted to get married and have kids, and my dad got quiet, and he went, and you didn't want that, and I went, no, and he went, oh, like. I mean, you're just so young. I'm like, yeah, I know. And he wanted to get married. Like, he was a guy, and uh, I, he was my first love, uh, my first male love. I had been in love with a girl before that. Um, and uh, he just, uh, I was just trying to explain. I'm like, I, I just don't really know what I want. I don't even know if I want kids. I don't want this. I think. And my dad's like, well, if you're not sure, you know, you know, it's probably good that you broke it off. And he's like, are you, uh, I don't, I don't, but such a country guy. He's from like West, he was from West Texas. I still have trouble to this day with past and present tense. But, uh, mm, uh, uh were you guys, <laughs> oh no, I'm like, uh, I'm, and the way that I didn't answer it is like, I'm celibate. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh. That's nice. I'm like, celibate doesn't mean I'm a virgin. <laughs> it just means I'm not having sex right now. But uh, he he told everybody in this small town, like, he's like, yeah, you guys could try, da-da-da-da-da, but my girl <laughs> is going places. She's celibate. And it actually took one of his friends, like, he's like, hey, uh, can you got a light? I'm like, yeah, sure. That was his name. And he went, someone needs to explain to your dad the difference. Because you ain't fooling nobody. <laughs> small town thing. I'm like, nobody tell him. Please. What a sweet memory. Save me. Here, do not do this to me. But but it's that, like, small town country thing. It's like, I'm not afraid of you, but men should be. Men should be terrified of you. Right, right. (laughs) Like, you can take care of yourself, but you're still not... Oh my gosh, one of my exes, like, my... It was one of those things where after you break up, Everyone's like, never liked him. Oh, good. I'm the glad. The worst. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that, but I got really upset in that moment just now. Just thinking about that. I think I might r- know which one this is. And it's Me like, uh, why didn't you say something? And their requests or their response is always like, you can't. You can't. When someone's in a thing, they're in a thing. And you're just going to push them away. I actually found that that's not true. <laughs> Because there was a friend that's like, no, I'm done. And I, like, looked at... I was on the phone with her. I looked at Steve, and I'm like, oh my God, it's happening. They're breaking up. And Steve's like, who? I'm like, shut up. Leave me alone. Uh, you know what? Um, no. Uh, like, here's the real truth here. Or, uh, it's, for some reason, I say, here's the full truth. Full truth, this and here's what's always bothered me, da-da-da-da-da. The main thing is, I don't like the way he talks to you. I don't like this. I don't like that. You have the same da-da-da-da-da. And then the next day, mm-hmm. we no. were, the next day, we worked it out. I'm like, oh. And I went, you know what? You do you. 
that if you hard. need anything. And it's a like a, I know that you have and blah blah blah. But what you told me is definitely stuff I'm keeping in mind. I'm like, oh thank God, because I love you. Please don't leave me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But putting yourself out there, just being like, I care so much about you that I may be willing to risk it just in case you might be making a mistake. Right. And to his credit, he's been doing really well. Going to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so funny. We were talking about this before the um, episode. Oh, my God. I flubbed on episode. Uh, It's uh, from Carl G. Brooks. He asked what our home recording spaces are like. Um, mine, <laughs> mine's in transition. It was a bunch of pillows and blankets. Now I'm actually getting big girl stuff, um, which I uh, am consulting with Stephen about putting up correctly. <laughs> so it's a process. I think I'm very lucky to have Stephen, but then there are times, like, because especially in the last year, it's been interesting to have uh, a lot of people, people really need to respect the engineers because there are some people that unlike you who's you and Steven are really close Mm -hmm. and uh, (laughs) like you guys it's so I love watching you guys talk because it's it very much is like big brother little sister like country too because he's a little country boy too yeah Uh, but like the way you guys interact is so sweet but people that don't have that rapport with him kind of expect the same treatment sometimes or, like, the same treatment that he... It's like, oh, well, Terry said that you did this for her. I'm like, well, yeah, he put a ring on it. Right, right. And I allowed him a couple rings. Uh, But... That sounded weird. Uh, But... (laughs) Couple rings? Where? Uh, No, don't think about it. Don't think about it. But there are sometimes, like, actors like, dude, I'm trying to do this and it's not working. Help me. Like, uh... Mm -hmm. You don't know what I'm doing? Right. A lot. Including helping three other people that asked me a hell of a lot nicer than you just did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just over the course of the year, it's like, uh, I think I've been the busiest I've ever been mm-hmm. in my home studio. But it's jarring, too, because I miss leaving. Yeah. Like, us doing this at Ocotron Studios. Oh, uh, thanks, Ocotron. Um <laughs> It, it it's a great like because I'm away recording, but like when it's like I've been in my double walled booth all day, and mm-hmm. then I walk out and my dog's like, "Where the hell have you been?" Like I've been literally right here. It's been eighty four years. <laughs> Don't you love me anymore? <laughs> um, that's what it feels like. Uh, oh, thank God! I'm like, get out of here. We all have to get out of here. This booth is. I almost died in this booth. Um, but yeah, double walled whisper room. Uh, and all the accoutrement. But I'm very, very <laughs> lucky. Very, very lucky. Because my, like I was saying, my first booth was a laundry room with moving blankets. My second one, which I recorded all but Sabbath in my closet booth. And that's where I did my first couple of audiobooks, which I'm like, wow, I super should have died of heat exhaustion. Yeah. There's no circulation in a closet. <laughs> no. As you know. Yeah. Where it's like, Hey, you want to be the lead in the show? Like, yeah. Oh. Oh, no. (laughs) This character talks a lot. And it's... (laughs) I'm doing this remotely. Like, I can't imagine having done Wave remotely. Oh, gosh. No. (laughs) Oh, that would be awful. There's already so much talking for you. (laughs) See, what's so... I I actually did this thing and I went, I hate Tia. Let me finish. Uh, But (laughs) Stephen went, I know. I'm like, she's the last person to record. She gets to work off of 
everybody. It's true. Oh, man. I'm like, that's only ever happened to me once where I wasn't one of the first people. And I'm like, oh, but it was in Houston, too, where it's like, oh, cool. You guys don't have beeps. So this is very helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Just bam. Oh, I'm just going to respond to Jay Hickman. Blat out. Boom. Done. (laughs) Pam. Bow. (laughs) And now it's, uh, but yeah, I'm like, well, mostly just selfishly. I'm like, I wanted to be able to work off of David, but I guess I'll settle for hearing you. Man, it's kind of a blessing and a curse uh, with the whole recording in your closet situation because um, nothing will make you feel like a hack more than having to scramble to figure out how to record something. But it also kind of forced me to be like, okay, well, you've been doing this for how long? Right. Perhaps it's time for you to take it a little bit more seriously and, and up your game a little bit. And it ch- was a ch- like a challenge that I had to either accept or turn away from. It. I mean, even me, like, uh, what I do, (laughs) I do this, like, Miyagi thing with Steven. I'm like, all right, I need to work. uh, I need to record these auditions, blah, 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 this. And Steven will be like, okay. Like, all right, so I'm going to leave the room. I need you to unplug one thing. And in 20 minutes, if I haven't figured it out, then you come in and tell me what you want. That's cool. I'm like, uh, (laughs) but but sometimes it's like, it was this. And Steven's like, I don't even know what the fuck that is, but it wasn't that. Like, well, it works. He's like, but it works. <laughs> oh, man. So you figured something out. But yeah, and I might have occasionally, like, ruffled some, like, engineer feathers the wrong way, which I'm like, you should always be nice to the engineer. But sometimes it's a, what do you know about it? I'm like, I actually know a decent amount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is your, this is your project so i want to pretend like i know nothing <laughs> unless you really piss me off uh which is very rare but yeah like um just uh that was one thing on twitter where because some people are uh it was that turnaround time because we've only been doing like i know we talk about funny a lot we work for a plethora of studios but obviously that's how you and i met and mm-hmm. we've worked a lot with them uh, but there was, um, we started doing the simuldub thing in fall, no, yeah, fall or winter of 2014. Oh my goodness. Um, I remember that because as I always, I'm like, well, I was in the first one by like a week, <laughs> the first one to premiere. Uh, and, but after that, uh, you know, initial shutdown in March of last year, uh, I was scrolling through the comments of something, and someone went, well, if you really like the show, don't wait for the dub. They can take, like, weeks. And Yucky. So I did a screen cap of it, and I went, we went from, wow, I can't believe how guys you uh, how fast you guys finished this, to this within five years. Uh, and mostly everybody was like, I remember waiting, like, two fucking years for a yeah. VHS and hoping it was the right one. <laughs> like... Uh, so to see a lot of people be like, I don't understand why a, this pandemic should be slowing you guys down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't? Really? <laughs> I know what we it, what we do is not remotely uh, an essential service, but I mean, it's a dangerous thing. And if one of us gets sick, that could be a career ender. Right. Uh, and I, obviously we had friends that had to deal with it or uh, personally be like, hey, so I have to go to this funeral and be like, okay, so when are you going to be back? Because anime's got to anime. Like, mm. all right, no, no, nobody did that. But 
it's hard not to kind of get in your head about it. So I, at one point I'm like, all right, so for those of you who don't know, a lot of actors don't have a home studio space. I've had one pretty much the entire time I've been voice acting, but a couple of people are like, this actress thinks that she knows everything. Da da da. Everyone knows that all you need is this mic, this da 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 da. I'm like, you don't know shit about yeah. this job. Respect it. Everyone knows. I love everybody oh, knows. You just need this omnidirectional microphone, these piece of shit gamer headphones, and a screen. That's all you need. Like, I mean, in the right hands, if you were like Stephen, I would say probably. But you're not Stephen Hall. <laughs> you will never be Stephen Hall. <laughs> Iconic little boop. Damn. I know. She's, she's gorgeous. The one time we've mentioned the movie. <laughs> well, it's hard to be invested in this movie if you're not, like, invested in this movie. Right. That's what I never... Uh, as a kid, like, watching, like, Mystery Science Theater, I'm like, they're so quick. I'm like, well, two of them are fake... Toys like that aren't really talk like they've watched this, they've written jokes out. Mm -hmm. Like, huh? Well, that's good because <laughs> they're really funny. I'm glad it's quick. <laughs> oh, here's a good one from Kristen. Kristen McGuire. Ooh. Um, if you could have any book at all adapted into an anime, which would it be? Hmm. My goodness. Can you imagine a Huckleberry Finn? <laughs> there actually is. What? There's a Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn anime. It's really old, and they dubbed it. I don't know who dubbed it, but it's dubbed. I would love to purchase the rights to that and redub it. Um, not because they did a bad job, just because that is just, you know, <laughs> right up my alley, you see. <laughs> Dude, there have been a couple of anime properties, some of which, what was it? I don't remember the name, so, and... Who knows? We might end up getting our hands on it, so I won't say it. But, like, where I'm like, <gasps> if our job wasn't anime, I would love to watch anime that you and I talk about together. Mm. But I'm like, but it is. So it's like, we're just watching the flaps, wondering how we, who we would cast in this. Right. <laughs> and I really, to be honest, I don't really think in terms of anime. I always think in terms of animation, mm -hmm. um, which anime is animation. But I... I don't it's ever own, think. Yeah, I don't ever think like this should be an anime. Mm -hmm. Like this should be something. something else. Yeah, a cartoon, a whatever. Um. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah. like, something on screen where like there is just one thing where like this didn't age well as it was being shot. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, I I agree. I've always um. Like, I've talked about, and we've talked about, like, writing. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in the very slow process of writing my second book. Um, it's just I've been busier, and where I thought I would be is nowhere near the case just because of the pandemic. I've had a lot. Like, Girl, you ever try you. to write when you're in a bad mood? Or, like, create when you're in a bad mood? It's the worst. It's it's not. I have properties. I say properties. I have properties. I have properties. You I do. call I call them properties because they're mine. I don't know what else to call them. Stories that like I'm properties. in very various stages of creation. And it's always, I always feel like I'm going to be, well, it's because of this. And it's like, well, this is just the process. 
It's the process. There's no, like, that's the great thing about your stuff is nobody's putting that pressure on you but you. Mm -hmm. Like, even if I was like, oh, this will be available in December 2022. If it doesn't hit that, like, nobody's going to die. Right. Like, it's just going to get moved back. Or there was, um, I really love this fantasy series, uh, but the first book was The Thinking Woman's Guide to Real Magic and by Emily Croy Barker. And I loved this book. Still do. Um, but it took her seven years to come out with a sequel, and it just came out. And it ended on a, like, her second book ended on a cliffhanger. And she, uh, so someone asked, like, hey, so you ended this, like, is, are we to assume that there will be more Arendelle and Nora? And she's like, well, I did leave it open, and I promise you won't have to wait seven more years to get a third book. And I'm like, oh, what I'm interpreting interpreting that as is her really punishing herself for taking that, having taken that. Yeah, long. yeah, yeah. But I'm like, but I was, uh, I didn't bitch about the wait. I was just waiting, and most true fans will. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard not to just get in your head. But yeah, the, I would love to for to get back to Kristen's question. I would love it if uh, the series that you in the audiobook, uh, the actually not just the audiobook, the character um, is designed in personality uh, <clears throat> and attitude. If those are different, by you, it was written specifically for you to voice her in the vocal thing. Mm. Like actually, she's in the second book, and I'm like. Tia wouldn't say that. Oh, my heart. Uh, but and, but now it's like, like what this version of Tia. So if I can't hear you say it, I change it. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's weird. No, but uh, I love it. Oh, the, it's so yeah, awesome. The, so the one of few, one of few, the 11th Hour series by Terry Doty, specifically the only book out right now is one of few, available on Audible. <laughs> uh, but... Um, Gosh, since you said drone thing, I will say Do I'm it. working on a thing right now where creating an actual animation, just creating it and hiring people and becoming like the the person that hires all the people that makes the magic the happen cheese. and learning like what it takes to make a thing. Um and this is it was a 30 minute 30-minute thing, and then I was like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know anybody who's – I don't know anybody you even go to to start something from scratch because we all use, you know. Right. Like, you know, creating an animation from scratch. Um, right, because we're all technically doing post. Right, right. So shortened it to – a th- like, not shortened it. Got another script that's three minutes with the same characters. Like, I'll learn all the hard lessons on this three-minute thing. And then realizing, like, looking at it, like, oh, everything costs so much money. <laughs> And so uh, now it's like a funding issue that I'm like, okay, when I go to cons and I sell autographs, spoiler alert, you know, you guys know that we make money at cons when we sell autographs. It's not like a surprise. Um, Like put all that money, I guess, towards my creative project and, Mm -hmm. and make this dream a reality. So I would also have to say my personal project, bring it to life. That would be a great thing. See, why not? And it's not like, a, oh, well, maybe like this book. I'm like, I would love to see this. But I also, that's one thing about whenever something gets adapted, sometimes the reins can be too tight. I'm like, I don't need like a shot for shot, like a this happened in the book. Nora specifically has to wear this 
like da 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 da. I'm like, it's too artificial. Mm, I love that. It's too artificial. Like it just feels like you're watching like an overly rehearsed play. Like that was my first show directing. Yeah. Looking back after it came out, I was just like, man, like I thought I was directing because everything turned out exactly like I wanted. But everything turned out exactly like I wanted, and I'm not hearing these actors. Right. And that was a lesson for me. So it's interesting, the thought of, like, the interpretation of your own thing, but Mm -hmm. needing to loosen up. That's really cool. I would think, yeah, like, honestly, the example that I think of, and it, uh, I've read the Fifty Shades book, and maybe I'm telling people too much about myself, and I've said this before on a panel, because uh, I've been pretty vocal about reading. I read erotica. I read all that. Um, and sometimes <laughs> when you read bad stuff, I'm like, does this bitch know how, like, the community that she's writing about actually works? Because mm-hmm. she's telling me she doesn't. But um, she, I mean, E.L. James got the books adapted to film, but she was heavily involved in the films. I watched the first one, and I was, like, one of, like, four people in the audience of a movie tavern because nobody wanted to see it with me. <laughs> and I remember, and they're like, would you like some Fifty Shades of Grey, like, wine? I'm like, oh, my God. What is this? This, I mean, like, this book's already, like, overly hyped or whatever. But for someone, I'm sure someone, like, fully fucking loves it, and I'm not shitting on them. Um, but I, um, I was just kind of sitting by myself having some hummus. Mm-hmm. And the people that were also there just turned around and went, do you want to sit with us? And I got there and they're like, have some Fifty Shades of Wine. And <laughs> we didn't trash it, but I'm like, that did happen in the book. And I'm like, yeah. And then he's going to say, and we could like start quoting it from the book. I'm like, this is where like you're too, like, no, this is not how you make a sandwich. I'm like, everybody knows how to make a sandwich. I'm not, like, I'm not, if you tell me you want Spanish rice, I don't know how your mom made Spanish rice. I'm going to make you my Spanish rice. Yeah. That's uh, the weirdest way to put it. But, like, it's just too clean. And you and I have been in properties where it's like a, all right, I'm going to give you my first take. And the director's like, no, specifically say it this way. Like, uh, okay, I'm just, um, I thought maybe it was, like, hinting at this, uh, who I'm playing off of, like, don't worry about them. This is exactly how I want you to say it. And it's like, as an actor, you're like, okay, I'll do that. But it's just not fun. Right, right, right. You can tell when a project wasn't fun. And I'm sure, like, I've worked with you on a few projects. I always have fun, if anything, too much. (laughs) Um, But then I think I've been that way, too, where my first time working with you as a lead, uh... I remember getting notes back from my producers like, all right, so you haven't worked as Tia, with Tia as much as this. Look out for this, this, this. And I just didn't listen. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to let her play and then we're going to tweak it because this is just an, a character she's not used to playing. It doesn't right. mean she can't do it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have cast her. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming notes. Like notes like, a, here's what, like, a, how I usually direct Tia. Oh, okay. Not like, a, okay, so here's what you're going to do. <laughs> To, like, get yourself out of this swamp you put yourself in, <laughs> casting Tia Ballard. Gosh, it's so long ago. <laughs> I know. Or, uh, yeah, like, um, my first uh, lead, I think uh, it, there was a lot of pressure because 
um, like Joel was telling me that it was like the first like thing, like, yeah, we're doing this new thing. Hope you're available for the next 12 weeks. And I was like, I'm actually going to New Orleans for two weeks. He's like, do you want to go to New Orleans or do you want to be the lead in the show? Like, but he said it like as a joke. Mm -hmm. But there's that thing. I'm like, I don't like how chill you are because it really freaks me out. Because yeah. I don't know if it's like a backhanded thing. It's like, no, I don't girl world, you know. Or it's like, Tia, you look really cute today for you. Mm -hmm. Like, what Joel says is what he means. But um, he was so laid back that I'm like, I'm not being directed. He's like, because you're doing fine. You're right, doing right, 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 right. Like, uh, He's really good about letting you play. Yeah, and an actor's director. But then there are people like me. Whenever I've I first directed, I was very much like, "This is how you do it." I interned with all these directors for four months, so this is how it's done. Yeah, and to get out of that and just let actors play. I mean, occasionally you have to be like, "Okay, we're not getting it. Um, I just need you to say it this way because if you don't say it this way, this person's joke doesn't land." Like, oh. You're not getting it. I'm I'm sorry. Let me bold it in the script for you. I don't mean to be a dick, but we're running short on time. Right. But yeah, like just like a, I don't want it to be like a mm -mm -mm -mm. <laughs> It's all such a balancing act. It is. But uh yes. I, I don't even remember. Kristen, that didn't answer your question at all, but it did. It did. Like like 50 times. 50, 50 shades of Kristen. 50 shades of Kristen. 50 Fifty Shades of McGuire. <laughs> uh, what is it? From Courtney Stringer, who I love. Now, this is like one that I don't even know. I don't even know. But what lesson from life has stuck with you the longest? And what lesson from a show has stuck with you the longest? And which has proven to be better for you? Oh, my gosh. Isn't that like an insanely good question? That's really in-depth. Um, <laughs> I'm like... What lesson from life has stuck with you the longest and what lesson from a show has stuck with you the longest and which has proven to be better for you? I, uh, she's probably talking about anime, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to go that way. Um, I don't know. Courtney, uh, Courtney is a friend who I met through anime, but um, she's very well read. She uh, learned that I didn't read those Artemis Fowl books and her way of saying you should read them was she bought me three of them. <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah, like, oh, I really love this. Take the fucking books. Like, yeah. I guess I'm reading these. <laughs> I need you to know who I am. <laughs> I mean, I can't talk. I'm watching movies. Uh, just be like, show me you, Tia. <laughs> show me on a screen. Um, I, uh, I'm a Christian, and I always believe that God talks to me through media and characters and things like that. Every big change I've made in my life, <laughs> like... It, something organically flows with some kind of artistry. Um, when I was having a big breakup, Eminem came out with a new album or whatever, and mm -hmm. it just hit me just right, you know. Or I'll read this book at this time in my life and then make this big life change. So I feel like they speak, characters speak to me in that way. And the big thing that I have learned over all the things that I've loved, so has been the same as my life, is love gently. That's my big one is that I came from uh, a really good family, but my family has big tempers, a lot of them. And um, I struggled with that for a long time. It's like if things don't go your way, you force them to go your way or okay. you loom over them. You're until not trying hard enough. Yeah. Um, if you haven't achieved your goal. 
Right. What are you doing wrong? And then you turn that back onto yourself. Like, that's the type of pressure I would put on myself. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know why I like a word so much. Um, (laughs) But I've watched, like, my father, who was the worst. He grew as he became older, and he was like, fine wine. He just, like, became so gentle and so kind. And for the first time, I have a relationship with him, like a real relationship with him. And it taught me that the most beautiful people that I know love so gently. And that's something that I, like, aspire to be, like, forever and always. Um, So that's my big one. I love that. Can I just say, total, like, uh, side thing. Um, I'm, I'm not Christian, but I've never felt less than in our friendship. And you def- not, definitely are not less than. And thank you so much. Uh, and uh, that might kind of seem out of left field if people don't know me or know you that well, but or more than likely me, um, is I've had a lot of not great experiences with religion. Um, and I left the church because of just the way they treated my family after my parents divorced. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't Christian. Um or I, I don't know all the different blah blahs. Like for me, I when I see like somebody using their religion, namely the 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 shield of Christianity as an excuse for bad behavior, right. it's really hard to not see not hear people's true love and true faith as something negatively because I'm like, I'm just waiting for you to use that against me for not feeling that way. And I'm like, no. And I've actually said that before, like said this before. I'm like, no, I've seen friends that are true Christians and that is not you, sir. You're just an asshole. Mm. Stop doing that. But so thank you for being such a great light in that way. Oh my gosh. That means so much to me. And I mean it, uh, you know, without, even without this stupid mic right here, but, uh, and I've, I don't know if I've said that to you before because you and I have had some like very casual, like, uh, yeah. So anyways, Tia, I just need you to know. (laughs) Uh, uh, It's, it's, people are very frustrating on like, I mean, being a Christian and seeing people be hurt that way. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's really hard to see and it's really frustrating because on my side, I have to hear a lot of ugliness from mm-hmm. both sides, people who are and aren't. Mm-hmm. And But at the end of the day, I'm put here to love, and none of, nothing else is my business. No. I mean, uh, and that's, I think, and that's what I know to be a real Christian now. Thank you. Like, you're my prime example. Because you and I have talked about, like, other people that, like, uh, what are you doing? Like, uh, this is my Christian thing. I'm like, well, if it's Christian... Isn't it everybody's? I thought that was the whole thing. Right. Like, <laughs> Let me use my uh, my love as a sword to stab you with. I no, no, thank you. No. Uh, all right, and somebody I I forget what is like. Oh, right, da da da. I forgot you're uh, you're an atheist, and I'm like I I'm actually not. Um, what I did after I stopped being Catholic was I started studying all these different things. And my mother casually went, and you can do all of that. And I, I encourage you to do that. Just don't tell your pregnant women. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, yeah, for a while there, I'm like, maybe, like, um, you know, I want to look into, like, what being a Wicca or a pagan or, you know, being a Buddhist. Uh, um, I was even considering, like, uh, can 
converting to Judaism, like or Judaism. I'm just figuring out what works. Uh, yeah, with you and heart, really, yeah. what it it ended up being was I'm like I don't know, and I like that I don't know. I like that for someone who's very uh, I can be very like mm, 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 very stern in that way. I consider myself agnostic in that I'm skeptical but open. Right. Um, I'm open to the idea, but I'm not sure. And I'm happy not being sure for me. Um, but that that came from a lot of self-discovery because it used to be like, a, uh, you know, like, well, maybe I'm just going to be like ironic and atheist and just like, oh, right. this. But there was, yeah, like the prime example, there was, and Stevens had some bad experiences as well, but there was a point where we were walking around downtown Fort Worth and this woman had a, fo- you know, a big picket sign of an, a fetus. Yeah. And... Uh, Steven and I were just walking, and you see these guys with cameras pointing at Steven. Oh, I remember this. At the time of him, like, having, like, dreadlocks and everything, um, and just being like, hey, like, are you a baby killer, blah, blah, blah. And this woman, like, grabbed my hand. You would think that we were in front of, like, a Planned Parenthood or something, but we were outside the movie theater, like, just minding our business, and they were, like, right where that line where they wouldn't get arrested for being Mm -hmm. close enough to a thing and Stephen was about to go off on this woman for holding my hand, but I put up my hand and I stopped him and I put my hand over hers and I went, I really want you to have a good day, but no. And just let go of her hand and she let go of mine. I'm like, this... There's so much power in that. Like, I know what you want from me. Yeah. You want this reaction that you can share because we tech like we typically kind of like read as other even i think even more so when we try to look what the normal is like when steven worked at a mortgage firm and he wore like khakis and da 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 he's like i feel like i'm more out of place now. <laughs> like, well because you're uncomfortable <laughs> like that's not the steven outfit the steven outfit is gray pants black shirt chucks that's it mm-hmm. and if he's feeling dressy black button up shirt <laughs> It's That's true. the only thing that changed. But, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know, like, life lessons. Um, but that's what I mean, right? Like, yeah. loving gently. Like, you taking her hand and being firm with your boundary but not losing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Like, that communicated so much. That was so powerful. I. It, but it's just an, an acting in the moment. And I am very, like, hair trigger, and mm-hmm. it's something that I – in this last year, I've fallen back into some pretty bad routines just because I'm not going anywhere. I'm not seeing any people and falling into bad habits just because it's like, well, maybe I don't need to do therapy right now. Or, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you live with someone, you know, like, where are you going? You're not going anywhere. You get com- You're going to put up with this. <laughs> you get comfortable. And that's definitely, I'd say, like, when I think about lessons, I'd say that um, I'll... The only reason that I am where I am is because of my support system. And it's owning up to your shit. Owning up to a fault and realizing that you don't know everything. Right. Is just as powerful as knowing it. Like, um, you know, that whole thing is they go, what do you have to say about this? Is it so hard if you don't know anything about it to just say, I don't know. Let me look into that. Right. Like, well, no, we want a response now. Like, you're not going to get one. Um, so it's just really owning up to being okay, not knowing everything. Yeah. And it's that whole thing about, like, 
until you're at a point where you can say, I'm, I am where I am because of the choices I made, yes, made yesterday, you can't change tomorrow. You have to be able to be like, this is where I, this is where I fall short. Yeah. Um, also, on the flip side, thank you for making space for me. You and Steven have always been very welcoming and loving to me. Well, and even, like, a couple of times where, like, I think we got caught up in a little bit of the bullshit. Like, you didn't even... There was one time, like, with us as friends where, uh, like, you didn't even know that I got caught up in something until I told you. I'm like, hey, like, I think I badmouthed you once. And then I realized how fucking stupid that was because you did this, like, and it has nothing to do with me. Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, I didn't know any of that. It was like right after we recorded the audiobook. And I'm like, can I make you some tea? Like, yeah, let's have some tea. Let's just talk about it. But it was like this, like, you didn't have to know that yeah. for a second. I'm like, right. This. Uh. But then I'm like, what am I doing? Right. Is you this... can't. You can get caught up in that. You can. So easily. Um, and certain people will pull that out of you. Certain people pull that out of me. And Oh, my God. It's just like you walk away going, that's not a reflection of who I am or who I want to be. That's not me. I don't like that. Or that's not who I am now. Like, uh, like I was thinking, uh, and I kind of roughly taken this away from, like, there was a, I really love Ted Lasso. Have you seen Ted Lasso? I started it, but didn't <sighs> get far. Um, well, there was um, an interview, like, in... Uh, in preparation for this second season where Jason Sudeikis, you know, he's going through like some personal stuff, which I'm like, eh, da, 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 da. sometimes I get caught up in celebrity stuff or I'm like, oh, this YouTube drama, let's go. Because I love that this drama has nothing to do with me. I have no skin yeah. in the game. That's why reality TV shows exist. But um, uh, he was talking about, you know, this very public breakup and his, you know, former, or I think, I think he, they might still have a child. They might still. They have a child together, but, like, his girl, like, leaving him and immediately dating somebody else. And he's like, right now, it feels like this giant chapter in my life. And then in five years, it'll feel like a paragraph of my life. And mm. then in another five years, it'll feel like a sentence. Um, and then maybe it won't mean anything. That's uh, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> but, uh Sometimes, yes, uh, like I was hanging out with uh, a guy that I've known since the seventh grade. And we became friends in the cafeteria because he laughed at a really bad joke I was making about Friday the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan. In the eighth grade, I'm like, I'm so ironic and different. Like, has anyone seen like the one where Jason goes to New York? <laughs> uh, like, yeah, there's a scene, da 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 da, where he takes off his mask, blah, blah, blah. And the guy is my friend Emmanuel, who I think you might have met um, at the. Uh, drag show that we took you to so not long ago at all but um, <laughs> don't you remember him but uh, there's a mutual friend that we have and he's like why do you always let her get to you I'm like I don't I don't know it's just she's lying about this and da 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 he's like but what does that have to do with you I'm like because she's lying yeah it's like she's like yeah but you don't have to see her. I'm like, well, I have to see her because she hangs out with you and I love you. And he's like, oh, that's kind of sweet. <laughs> that's true. Like, it's yeah. It's hard, though. Ugh. But it's, it's really hard, like, to know who brings that out in you. But then it's like a, hey, I'm going here. And be like, is so-and-so going to be there? Right. <laughs> or are we bonding through this kind of talk? 
like just talking about other people, is that what we have in common? I'm is not, that the only thing? Is that yeah. all this is? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess I've just gotten, it used to really bother me. Like mm-hmm. whatever anybody said about me, just like I have to know, I have to remedy it because I'm not I that. Re- I remember that. Yeah. Tia. And she was really blonde. She was really, really blonde. I was really, really blonde last week. So I love I love all blonde Tias. I love all redhead Tias. Thank all, you. I am an equal opportunity to a I appreciate friend. that. Um <laughs> some people it's like I said earlier, some people just won't make space for you and <laughs> that's it. It's not even a thing. Um Sorry, it says the end at the on the movie now. And it's hard keep... to like focus. Um, I don't even think there's credits. There might no. be credits at the beginning. There might be credit. We're just talking into something else. Um, oh, what was I saying? Oh, basing your emotional core on someone else's weakness. You need to talk about someone. That's yeah. that's your need. Um, has nothing to do with me. No. Um, there's something else I was gonna say. It was so good. <laughs> so that you were like how people. Were constant like what they were saying about you, or something that you needed to correct about yourself. Oh, I lost it. It was really good, though. It was really good. <laughs> I was moved by it. Tears from my blowhole. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Told you I love orcas, Tia. It's all full circle. I didn't know. I didn't know you, didn't, I didn't know you liked them that much. <laughs> oh my gosh! What um, were you saying right before that? Uh, some, oh, about just toxic people and getting them out of your life. Oh, that's right. I've started this thing where if someone comes to me and says, so-and-so said this about you, mm-hmm. I say, well, what did you say? What did you say in response to that? Ooh. Or did you say anything and you just brought that to me? Because I can't do anything, but you were in a position where you could have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just taking the power back. It. I'd say it, it's a weird thing because uh, because of like uh, just our schedules and everything. I don't get to see you or a few other people half as often as I wish I could. Um, but then there there's been something in the past couple of years, and I was talking to another girlfriend, a mutual friend of ours that I won't mention by name, at least on air. Um, like the same thing. I'm like I feel like. I'm not hanging out with people as much and like through therapy being like, are you not hanging out with people or did you get rid of all the people that you're talking about that are like just there to start shit? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you said it much better than I did, but it's like, well, I mean, that's why, you know, the argument of like, well, they're family. I'm like, that's never been an argument for me. For me, un, you know, I'd say unfortunately, but I'm just better without having the, the like, uh, I'm letting a lot of stuff slide and feeling a lot of feelings about myself, but I'm letting these people get away with it because they're family. Right. Um, so, yeah, like for me, my family are my, my found friendships and my husband and my very needy dog. Um, she's just too much. Um, she sat on my head this morning. That's how I woke up. I went, okay, I get it's, And then I went, yeah, it's 830. All right. It's <laughs> time. Thank you, Willow. Mm, but yeah, uh, it's so like I fall into this thing occasionally where I'm like, <sighs> am I avoiding my friends? Because I get invited places and I feel like very 
like very honored and cherished in a lot of ways. But then it's like, I just can't trust myself to not be involved in unnecessary drama right now. Ooh, I love that. It's knowing yourself enough to be like, this is a this is where I fall short, and right I'm gonna now. like yeah. not even put myself in that. Like a, mm, that's mm, beautiful. And having a partner be like, like, babe, you're doing it. And being like, oh shit, I can't stop myself. Yeah. And he's like, do you want to go? I'm like, I don't, but I probably should. He's like, whatever you want to do. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. Let me wrap up. Or maybe I can just hang out with this person because I really love this person. Like, stay with that person. <laughs> Hold on to them like glue. Uh, but, yeah, you uh, and it most likely won't be that way. But it's also just kind of, yeah, knowing yourself in that moment. Like, there is no, like, one set Terry Doty. It's all the, you know, the the right is in the rewrite. And, like, that's life. Mm-hmm. Is, like, just being like, I'm the editor and I'm going to say when this book is done. Like... <laughs> and then, like, you don't see this, but the the arms of these chairs are very untrusting, trustworthy. But yeah, I you know, man, um, we've talked like we went all like yeah, Super Mario Brothers to be like existential. I know. I feel like we've been like deep talking this entire time. It's like nice to see you again. Anyway, my deepest fears. So. <laughs> You hate your mother. <laughs> what? It's okay. Say it. <laughs> Here's this inflatable clown. Punch it. <laughs> How does it make you feel? I couldn't punch a clown. He's, they're too un. They're too unloved. Damn it! I love a clown. Okay, am I in the minority here? You are, but I'm with you. All right, so it's both of us just being like, stop. I I love the unlovable. So. <laughs> Knowing that, like, I can't hit you. Everyone else hits you. I'm going to love you. I've had nothing but positive experiences with clowns. You're I, right. I, like, when have I had a bad experience with a clown? The last time I remember intentionally seeing a clown, there was one time I was at Joanne's, and I just walked past, a sh- uh, like, an aisle and then walked backwards. There was just this woman in full clown with shoes and everything just, like, looking at, like, these greeting cards, like, no. And I'm like, I want to take a photo of her, but I know how fucking rude that is. But this is just like a show I would watch. <laughs> About like... Just a normal person who wears a clown get up. Penny the Whoa, clown. Whoa, I feel like that's like... <laughs> that's the anime I want to make! Wait a second! <laughs> that's deep, though! It's the it's the mask. <laughs> Dang. It's clowning around, coming this fall. Uh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Funded. <laughs> or clown and surround. I don't know. I could do this all day. <laughs> clown under. She's Australian. There you go. <laughs> that one actually made me upset. <laughs> More upset than any clown. Is, but anyways, yeah, no, like the last time I'm like, <gasps> like, where, like, you're at the circus. I was wearing, like, my blue suspenders with my Donald Duck shirt. So, you know, like, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just being like, oh, my God, there's a clown. Um, and I actually think that clown had green hair, which is so funny. Because <laughs> I have green hair right now. But the last time I was at an airport, this, these two identical twin uh, toddlers thought I was a clown. And they were so happy. I'm like, their mom's doing it right. Thank Bringing you. Bringing joy. Thank That's you. all you're doing. 
they said bye green when they're playing called. green. <laughs> like, like correction, it's snot, snot girl. It's is my snot. name. It's Lottie. Okay. <laughs> right. Teach your kids some shit. How's that? <laughs> no. <laughs> we could keep doing this all day. I mean, the movie's over. I know. We've talked for over two hours. I love it. But with... Okay, before we leave, is uh, there anything you want to promote? I know you're doing a lot right now. I am, but I'm not going to promote any of it. Y'all can look We've it done. up. Yeah, that's you, the thing. It's you, like we're Googling. After this comes out... In three months, it's not even relevant anymore. Just please support and love us in the nicest way. We struggle. <laughs> follow her. Don't follow her. Follow me. Don't follow it's whatever. me. whatever. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. And it's all about joy. I don't know. And um, not joy and feeling okay. It's all right not to be joyful. Hey, you don't have to be the clown every day. Sometimes. Sometimes you're... <laughs> We're trying to end it sometimes on Sometimes like you're a... green, sometimes you're not. Sometimes. You're just... I want you to take this somewhere really clever, because I got nothing. <laughs> Hold on, give me a sec. I don't know, I think I kind of lost my vibe after Clown Under. Sometimes, sometimes you're the clown, sometimes you're the, gr- the guy in Poltergeist <laughs> with the clown wrapped around your neck. It's not so funny, sometimes. I mean, that scene was pretty... Clown Under. Rated PG-13. Deep Clown Under. I don't know. Deep Clown Under. That's the sequel. <laughs> oh, no. Tia, thanks for being on here and for being just awesome. I love you so much. I'm so glad to be here. You. Thank you for having me, especially after your long stint of doing this on your own. And then next month, I also have a guest in person, but, I mean, she's got a lot to live up to. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait mm, to find out who it is. All right. <laughs> until until next time. Oh my gosh, clowns! I was about to say, have a good day and clown under. You know what it means. Clown under. Stay. <laughs> if you take a McDonald's straw and go up and down with it, it sounds like a clown nose. It does. So, if if it's still going, if the mics are still on, you know that now. Use it. <laughs> Send in the clowns. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> We're done, Steven! <laughs>